This is Hoback Stage Live. Am I supposed to hear music? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I only hear it when I play it back for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, I'm happy to have you two guys here, Andrea Oliver and Claire Richards, to talk about the gala that the Hoback Stage has coming up to celebrate our 50th consecutive season as a community theater. And I don't even know where to start because you guys know everything about this event that I don't even probably know the questions to ask. So I will start and say, why is the whole backstage having a gala to celebrate our 50th anniversary? I, I think you just answered it. It's to celebrate our 50th anniversary. Um, so if you've been living under a rock, then you probably don't realize that the whole backstage is the longest continually serving community theater in the state of Alabama. So we're coming up in our 50th season. And in order to celebrate that, like you just said, we decided that we would have sort of a kickoff to our season, an event unlike any we have hosted before yes. here at the whole backstage. And it is a black tie gala event. Um, something just really fun and special, very historic. And um, yeah, just so that we can all get together and celebrate what we've done and where we're going, look at our past and look forward to the future. And that's what years. we've decided to treat. That's how we've decided to treat this year, right? As a celebration of the whole backstage and the theater and how, how we appreciate being a part of this community, right? So 100%. Mm-hmm. That's Which why we're why treating we're as a celebration. Shows, shows that we've never done before at the whole backstage this year. Which is kind of difficult because we've done a lot of shows and a lot of wonderful shows. Um, but I think this year is going to be really, really special from a production standpoint and then kicking off with the gala. So Yeah, you talk about 50 years of, of history That's of putting on four to five shows a season. That's I mean, a big legacy. And yes. it's one that deserves to be celebrated with the proper amount of pomp and circumstance which is why we thought hey let's just do a gala. the proper amount just the proper amount and we haven't repeated a lot of shows i mean we we've repeated some after 10 15 maybe 20 years between shows into the woods we did 25 years ago mm-hmm. that we just wrapped this summer so that was a big gap between those productions but that was part of our 49th season during which we chose to do shows that we have done throughout our 50 years as a theater to honor and, and commemorate where we've been. And this season, like Claire mentioned, as to celebrate our 50th, we're doing all shows that we have never performed at this theater. So we're not selling our season. We're selling the gala. <laughs> true, true. But it is in order it to kick off. off with it. Yeah, yes, exactly. I was stopping, really I was stopping myself. Oh. So what, <laughs> what can guests expect at the gala as far as... Is there fancy foods? Is there fun <laughs> things to do? 100%, yes. So our, when we started, well, we'll back up. So we were talking about what we wanted to do uh, during a board meeting. We all three sit on the board of directors for the whole backstage. And we were talking about how we wanted to treat our 50th season and what kind of celebration we wanted to have. And I think everybody was pretty adamant that we wanted to have a big party wanted to have something special and uh, we really just couldn't pin down what that was Mm -hmm. Um, Claire and I happened to plan events for our real jobs (laughs) and uh, we just kind of looked at each other across the room and 
thought, all right, you be my partner. Let's you be go. my partner. Let's, let's, let's co-chair this, whatever it's going to be. So we sort of volunteered to take the lead and co-chair this 50th season gala. And ever since that moment, we knew that we wanted it to be an event unlike any anybody has ever experienced here in this space. So we think we do a pretty good job of hosting really special events for our patrons in terms of the opening night receptions. We have, you know, an annual patron event. We have obviously our shows. We have a lot of opportunities for people to come and be in our theater, which is a, his, you know, has a history all in itself, this, this building. Um, but our idea was just something really special, really different. And it was actually Claire's idea um, to do something just really immersive and take it to the next level that's kind of i mean we've got great space here and lots of rooms that probably many of the patrons actually didn't even know were here or haven't really necessarily been to you go to the reception room but some people haven't been back to the black box or to our outside courtyard down the hallway and so we were trying to incorporate something that got patrons moving and, and seeing the rest of the theater and not just the main stage and so we came up with this immersive experience idea. I actually ended up taking my kids to an immersive experience in Nashville. And so it was much more kid-centered, more Disney-centered. Um, but that's kind of our thought process with it is really immersing our patrons as well as our sponsors and anyone that would come into the whole backstage, our history, um, past shows we've done. And each room has a theme from you know, very fancy to intricate to lights to anyway. So we're trying to bring all that together in the different rooms and immerse everyone in our history and, and moving forward. And then do you want to talk about the stage? Sure. Yes. Okay. So then after we do, what is it? An hour and a half? Right. Well, so we'll have a cocktail hour, you know, everyone um, come and we will have fancy foods <laughs> during the fancy. cocktail hour uh, in, in these different rooms that we're hoping that you'll... Live music. Live music, exactly. Live music. We'll have a silent auction that mm-hmm. benefits our scholarship program because we every year try to find a recipient that kind of embodies the whole backstage and has found a family here amongst us and then within the arts um, going to college. So anyways, it would go towards uh, the scholarship fund and then... After all of that, in that hour and a half, we are going to kind of open the... <laughs> no worries. Sorry. Um, <laughs> open the stage up. I talk with my hands a lot. So that everyone can experience actually being on stage. Because there's so many people that, like, we've all acted and we've been on stage. And it is the most surreal experience with the yeah. lights and, and just being involved in that story. And so we're working with Diane. And she, she's putting, she and her team are putting together a great show while everyone eats dinner. And then we're going to have a dance and a band. Are we saying that? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we have. Okay, no, right. we're saying it. We're saying it um, <laughs> and, and it'll just, that'll kind of end the night, but, but it'll kind of bring everything together and yeah. give everyone a chance to experience actually being on stage, which will be special. Well, I loved the idea of celebrating on the stage. And I mentioned this to, you, well, both of you, but... You know, like you said, being on stage and having memories on that stage. We don't have 50 years of memories on that stage because that stage is relatively new uh, in relation to the age of the building. Uh, it used to be a lot smaller <laughs> and he mm-hmm. used to be in a little different uh, configuration. But 
a few years ago, <laughs> the Back stage, the day. yeah, <laughs> stage was expanded and kind of rearranged. So this stage still has a ton of memories, even just for me, because we, you know, after Kristen and I, my wife, after we got together, we, this has kind of been something that we do. This has been... And y'all are amazing at it. I almost proposed on that stage. Oh, really? We were doing Love in the 60s, and I, I knew I, I wanted to propose to her, but I didn't have my ring back yet. Like, it, I, I ordered it, and it was whatever. They were making it round or something. I don't know. But I didn't have... I, and I thought about proposing to her during um, uh, I Love You More Today Than Yesterday, Oh, at the Pat end Upton of sang that at yep. our wedding. Mm-hmm. At oh. the end of Love in the Sixties, and I was I not our wedding, but mine and Mike's. Not mine and yours. How wonderful! <laughs> um, but I missed the mark and did yeah. something different. But anyway, equally special, that's how I'm important sure. that stage is to us it is very and this organization and this theater. But, and like Claire said, yeah. there there are a lot of people who really believe in what we do here, who are such supporters such solid patrons year after year after year, but they may not be theatrical people and they may Mm -hmm. have never been on the stage or maybe they haven't been up there in a long time. You know, maybe we have people who were in shows 30, 40 years ago who Mm -hmm. haven't been really back on the stage. And so we thought bringing everyone back together on the stage, doing a show of sorts, uh, which we don't want to give away too much there because it really is going to be a really special production on the stage where everybody feels like they're really involved. It's going to be something really, really neat. And again, different than anything we've ever done here. No one's going to have to act while they eat dinner. I promise. (laughs) You'll you'll be involved, but not you won't expected to participate. Just just enjoy. (laughs) You won't have to sing. You won't have a spotlight on you. Thank you for saying that, because I was worried. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> well, I think you could probably handle it. But. Uh, I'll throw something together. Fine. <laughs> um, so, talking about ha- celebrating on the stage and um, spending time just having dinner, walking around having a silent auction, having different themed rooms um, to kind of experience the entire building. Why is it important that we spend so much time and effort celebrating this milestone, do you think? You know, I I think it's something really special that we have here. And Claire mentioned about our scholarship program, you know, students who come and they find a family here, but it's not just those few that have gotten a scholarship. It's so many people have found their family here at the whole backstage. And even if you haven't um, been in the shows or had an opportunity to fellowship or interact as a part of the show I think that even audience members and and people in our community see that come through from the stage and this theater is such a huge part of the quality of life of this area of our community giving opportunities to young people who want to get involved in the arts and theater and 50 years of that is just a really big deal and so I think it's important to recognize that and celebrate it and then kickstart hopefully another 50 years of local community theater right here in our community. Every show I try and at least be a house manager so that I'm talking to people as they walk through the door and they 
they see the theater and almost every show and actually I can't think of one that I haven't had someone come up to me and say and they're from out of town they're not I mean first time here this is the first time I've come to the show and they are just flabbergasted with how wonderful a production it is the acting all of that but then also just with the theater itself and the quality of our small town theater and, and the show and the production that we put on so that's I think in itself unique and then the fact that that then reaches out to new and up and coming actresses and actors within the family environment is really special. Now I'm glad you mentioned the scholarship and the our young performers because I was talking to somebody about the theater recently and I mentioned the sense of family and the sense of belonging that a lot of people find here and and how that's a common theme we do a circle as a cast before each show behind the curtain before the curtain opens to the audience and a common theme is that it this feels like a family mm-hmm. after you spend so much time together and you work hard together to put something together that people you hope people will enjoy and i talked about the sense of belonging that people get here but i failed to mention how many different types of people mm-hmm. cross paths here and and it's just you know, people, I, I know people, I have friends that I never would have otherwise, with, yeah. you know, people I don't cross paths with. And there are people I never see except for in this building. And some of them are really good friends. Didn't we try some and them, change that? I know. <laughs> some of them I don't really care to see outside. The, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> people who travel from all over North Alabama to come and do a show here or come and see a show here. Mm-hmm. I've connected with them. And we have that connection in this building that we wouldn't have otherwise. So that's something that I think I've tried to use the phrase community enrichment some. Yes. I think that's that's what the theater brings yes. and not necessarily what the people in the theater bring to the community, but what the theater brings to everyone, to the participants, yeah. the audiences, the actors, the crew, everybody who's involved, you know, I think benefits. Definitely, so too. definitely, and and all of that. That's exactly what we're celebrating. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, you had a fly. Totally <laughs> fruit fly. I saw a fly and I started following it. And Squirrel. Then I, <laughs> anyways, um, <laughs> yes, the, that yes, very nice. that is exactly what we are celebrating it. and the reason that we are doing this. We've talked a little bit about it, but what kind of event can we expect as far as black tie and the way it's going to be? Is it going to be super? Do I, do, I have, do I have to be super serious? Or <laughs> no, no. We want, we want it You're to be... around a bunch of actors and actresses. Absolutely right. not. Yes. And we want it to be a just a, an opportunity for everyone to fellowship. And, and yes, it's, it's black tie. It's, it's black tie optional. But we wanted it just to be elevated beyond you know, what we usually do again. So that's you know, the reason that it's black tie. And, and we felt like this event deserved that dress code. But um, don't let that intimidate you. You know, if you don't have black tie, you don't have to wear black tie. You can just. I told one of our board members that if he wanted to wear a black tie and shorts because it was August, that was totally fine. It's totally fine. Oh, man. It's, yeah, I we'll see judge. what the weather's like then. <laughs> yeah. Right. We just wanted it to feel elevated, but it's definitely not going to be stuffy by any stretch. You know, mm-hmm. we will, again, have lots of opportunities for you to be on the move through the theater, be listening to different little vignettes from our past and viewing different vignettes from our past and, you know, eating and drinking and being merry and then celebrating together with dinner on stage. And then we are, we're, we're going to have a band. Uh, they're called the Even Odds and they will be performing after dinner. So everyone can kind of kick back and, and we'll have dance floor on the stage for mm-hmm. everyone. Just have a good, good old time. 
it is a it is a party. It's like you know, fiftieth anniversary, golden anniversary gala. I wanted to make sure that we could <laughs> divulge information. Amanda with the Cottage Cater. Spider-Man is, will be here. <laughs> Spider-Man in the corner. <laughs> Look for him. No, Amanda with the Cottage Cater is catering, and she oh, wow. does an amazing job. Um, so all of our appetizers in our immersive experience rooms within that first hour and a half uh, will be done by her, and then she is also doing the sit-down portion of the evening on stage as well, and the food is going to be phenomenal. Great. Right. And yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because I know a lot of our patrons have have um, experienced our patron receptions, which are typically catered by our board of directors, which I've been mm-hmm. amazed at the yeah. culinary oh, I wish I prowess like of yeah. some <laughs> of our board of directors. But we wanted to make sure that they got enjoy. a chance yeah. to enjoy and celebrate this evening also and not have to be cooking and bringing food and keeping it warm and serving the drinks. So, you know, it it, it is a catered event uh, from top to bottom, the appetizers, the dinner, the bars. So, you know, you can expect a very, you know, but professional, not that we're not as, you know, as our board, but, you know, we just wanted them to have the opportunity to not only host uh, and be the host hosts and hostesses of the evening, but enjoy it and be mm-hmm. able to celebrate alongside our yeah. guests. And yes, she said bars, plural. So we'll, nice. we'll have mingling So will bars. we get... Uh, Drink tickets with our correct. As you come in, we will hand you drink tickets, um, and then throughout the evening, if you want more, you can just come back and get some more tickets. Right. So individual tickets are um, on sale now, and you can go purchase those on our website. And each ticket comes with two drink tickets, and then Mm. beyond that, it will be a cash bar. You'll have to buy more tickets to imbibe further. We can handle that. (laughs) So each each room is going to have a bar and some snacks. Before dinner. There's um, two during the reception time, and then there'll be one on stage. Awesome. So. Awesome. So you said those tickets are on sale now. You can get those mm-hmm. at holebackstage.com and follow the big green button that says buy tickets now on our homepage. You can't miss it. And when, the, when you go to that link, it'll say 50th Gala. Mm-hmm. And there's an option to sponsor as well. There's different package options but then there's an individual ticket as well if you're just wanting to bring yourself or bring you and someone else right there are some individual like claire said sponsorship opportunities of just the gala you know our patron sponsorships are also on sale now some of those patron packages include benefits for the gala at certain levels but that's where i was going rather do that some of our patrons Mm -hmm. have tickets in their patron package right Mm -hmm. but if you'd rather do that a la carte then you can do that as well you know you can just do a individual gala sponsorship in addition to your patron sponsorship if that's what you want to do lots of ways for you to put that together i will say the tidbit though because we have come across this is some of our patrons who are amazing and have already purchased their patron packages that include tickets need to let us know if they're coming just Mm. so that we can have a have a seat for them and a table how do we do that well we'll be reaching out we'll we'll we'll, we'll call um but then they can also call sonia in our office um to show seven four six nine yes (laughs) that one and they can let her know as well just to double up. Awesome. So we talked about having dinner and dancing on the stage yeah. and talked about all the memories that that reside there in in the essence of the stage. What do you call it? It's uh immersive. Sure. That is that what you I mean it's just okay. all the memories that live in the wood. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's sure. spirit. I agree. It's whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. 
So the what spirit is spirit of the stage? There you go. Yeah, mm. stage spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit. That's a <laughs> thing. Too far. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> it's a thing. What is a standout memory that you mm-hmm. have from a show you were in, or something that you saw, or something that happened on that stage? Because we talked about celebrating there is important because of our history there. What is a memory that you have in that space that we'll be celebrating at the gala? So Andrea is a lifer. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take you a minute to figure out that specific yeah, you memory? <laughs> okay. Mine's a little more short-lived, so I can kind of go back a, a short time and figure that out. But I have had the privilege of being in a couple shows, um, a few shows, um, since coming here, but really my first um, is, is an ingrained core memory, I guess, um, because it was an introduction for, and the reason I even did it is I was trying to get my niece, my nephew, and my oldest involved in the theater. We had just moved here, and I grew up loving the theater, and I had told my husband, because we spent our um, early years of marriage moving a lot. And I said, if we ever get in one place and we're done, I'm joining (laughs) the theater program. And so that was literally the first thing I did when we moved here. And, and I made my niece and nephew go with me and my oldest and they fell in love with it. And that experience just, I mean, between the tryout process and everyone was so welcoming and encouraging and you're nervous as heck because you don't know anybody and you don't really know what they're going to ask of you. Um, we had to do a little dance, which terrified my nephew. Um, <laughs> but he did great, and he ended up getting one of the lead roles. And um, they just they had the best experience. And I think he has made his mother bring him to almost every other child opportunity in theater since then, anywhere from stage crew to lighting to sound and then also actually acting on stage as well. Um, so that was just watching him grow and, and falling in love with that. That was, I love it too, but it was neat to see it yeah. through his eyes. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting perspective on a memory for you, is that <laughs> you appreciate how the people you care about mm-hmm. are affected by you know, being involved in the theater or just this organization. Um, my two kids have been involved too and i was telling somebody the other day too that our whole family has gotten the the opportunity to be on stage together in all together now when we sang that song from once on this island i forgot the name of the song but you know that show was pretty loose um we just wore all together now t-shirts and did like a musical review but uh graham got to be up there with us he sang he was old enough to sing and we just held sydney but, you know, the four of us got to be up there together, and that was fun. So. Yeah. Well, and also, for those of you listening, Denton's being modest, but he <laughs> also was in um, Black Tie Christmas singing with all of my kids. Oh, that's And right. all of his kids yeah. on stage. Oh, that um, was so fun. That was. It was amazing. But you, you handled it really well. <laughs> well, so they were, they were fantastic. And I don't know if you heard, but the last night, I didn't really plan it, but I just wanted to say to them, it's been really fun mm-hmm. singing with y'all every night. And we only did, we, did we just do one weekend of that? I think so. so it wasn't like a really long run or anything. Mm-hmm. It was like four performances maybe. But I started tearing up when oh. I was talking to them. I was like, it's been really fun doing this with you guys. <laughs> so I don't Maybe know if you could. probably like, Mr. Denton, why are you crying? <laughs> so I didn't know if that 
how much that came through, but it, it, it meant a lot to, you know, mm-hmm. that, that they have fun and we have fun, you know, just with them. Yeah. It's your family time too. Yeah. Sometimes, especially when you're involved in a show and you're always yeah. um, here practicing and um, rehearsing and stuff. I mean, that becomes your date night of sorts <laughs> with your family or your wife mm-hmm. or your husband or whoever. It so. does. Okay, I'm monopolizing. What is no, your life or life or memory? Well, yet? now I feel like I have to say something about my kids because you guys did. No, <laughs> you need but, more time. but truly, um, that's where my mind went first. Was that I was in my first show here when I was seven. Um, it was a show directed by Dot Moore. Uh, it was Alice Through the Looking Glass, which and is super special. Did, if anyone doesn't know who Dot Moore is, she was our founder, and that's extremely special absolutely she is uh, the reason that we Mm -hmm. are here uh, celebrating this 50th anniversary and my best friend and I were Tweedledee and Tweedledum and um, it you know it was just such a I guess looking back on it I don't think I realized then when I was seven just what a character building and confidence building opportunity that was for me at that age and I think one thing I didn't realize was how much time my parents gave of theirs so that I could be here um, and then drag my little brother along who has already <laughs> been on this podcast. He beat me on the podcast because he actually <laughs> grew up and have, has a career in the arts. Um, but yeah, he really gives a lot of credit to this theater for his path in life and wanting yeah. to be involved in cinematography and in that realm. So, you know, I don't know, uh, after that, there, there are a lot of memories to choose from, but when it comes full circle is really probably Mm -hmm. the most special, uh, because last year as my daughters both stood on the stage and, uh, Willy Wonka as Oompa Loompas. And I just thought, (laughs) how was I that small when I did that? And, you know, and, and how long ago that was, that was something that was really special. And then this past season, I think it was my first chance when I was watching Cheaper by the Dozen um, because mm-hmm. I played Ernestine when I was in high school. I guess I was 14, 15. I don't really remember. It was my first time to have played a role that I then got to come back and watch someone else do oh, wow. 20-ish years later, you know, as an adult. And and that was neat. You know, it was... Um, it was neat to see that, to see someone else take that character and make it their own and do, you know, Lila Jane did such a fantastic, fantastic uh, job with that. So I don't know, my mind is swirling with all the many, many memories that I have. And I don't know, I like the spirit of the stage because it, it truly is. I mean, when I walk in this building, and this is going to sound so weird, and I smell the smell, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a bad smell. It's just, that's the way the whole backstage smells. I get jittery inside because I just love it here and have such long lasting uh, memories of this place and that's what we want to give to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation is that place of belonging and that place of having a place to express yourself and and be here Mm -hmm. be part of this family or give what we're giving to our community and that's why Claire and I said sure we'll co-chair this (laughs) gala (laughs) sure we will sure we will yeah it is really important all that's that's really fascinating that you went there because that's um, all that means a lot. But seeing, you know, like you mentioned, Lila Jane in that in that role that you had done before, it was surreal. It was weird, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, she she now uh, I don't know when I'll get this out, but uh, she is in our youth theater production of mm-hmm. Lion King Junior now. Yes, she is at, with your kids. Exactly. So that's you know you see these these mm-hmm. kids or people. No, not all of them are kids, I mean, right? But um, you know, you see them 
come back again and again right. to be involved and to, and to do a show or to help with a show, to be on stage crew or mm-hmm. whatever. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny to see people find their, their specific niche where they want to, mm-hmm. where they want to be or where they, they learn where they're talented in their contributions and just kind of lean into that. And it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's a sense of purpose sometimes, mm-hmm. a sense of yeah. belonging and it's important. Yeah. And I think that's what the theater gives back to the community or gives to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I like your word enriches. It, it really does. Yeah. And, and the layers that are here, you know, there's just, there's so many layers and even experiencing something at 14 and then re-experiencing that at 37, you know, it, it's, it adds on, it layers on, you know, to what that show meant or what that story meant or mm-hmm. what the time, you know, means for you to put into it and perform it or watch it. You know, so it's just, it's an interesting, like I said, full circle experience mm-hmm. sometimes. So that's why we're here. That is why we are here. And if you are not here, that's why we would love for you to support us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, gala tickets are available on our website at holdbackstage.com. Just click the buy tickets now button on the homepage. Um, and Claire, you were talking about shows that you've been in. Mm-hmm. You are in our season opener for our 50th season, Bright Star. It's just a small part, but it's, yes. There are no small parts. No, only small actors. You're right. I, I wasn't going to say that, but. Is that right? <laughs> I think yeah. That is that the is, saying. That is the saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong on that? No, it's small, some people say that. My children are very small actors. Like they're teeny <laughs> tiny right now. But, Five, six, um, and eight. <laughs> but if you are not familiar with Bright Star, see you, Kyle. Why did he come back? He He had to get his cameo in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave that in so he is on the Uh podcast. He'd appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're not familiar with Bright Star and have not planned to get tickets yet, it is a, I keep calling it a bluegrass musical. Do you think that's I think that's accurate. accurate. Um, It's based in uh, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. out of Asheville. The music is very bluegrassy, but it's very upbeat. It, it has some serious parts that, um, especially at the end of Act One, but <laughs> hold out, Act Two will be great as well, um, and kind of brings it around full circle. So it's got a little bit of drama in there, but the music is incredible. It's heartwarming. I mean, even listening to the soundtrack um, yeah. in auditions, the director cried or teared up um, a few times. Just, yeah. I mean, the the talent is amazing. Well, singing, I heard I heard about people auditioning. Uh, singing some of the songs tearing up because they were putting so much into the Mm -hmm. audition because this show meant a lot to them to perform. Just thinking about the words too, like and what it means and then corresponding with, you know, how it's going to be on stage. It's, it's going to be a great show. Well, talking about wanting to, wanting to perform this show as our, as our season opener, you know, these are shows for this 50th season that we've never done here. Mm-hmm. So some people are more familiar with some of the shows than others, but uh, the people there, there are a group of people around that have done this show before in competition and they all showed up to audition because it meant mm-hmm. a lot to them to perform this show yes. <laughs> because they've seen it and they know there the story and they know how compelling it is. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a bluegrassy, musical based in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina in the 1940s with flashbacks to the 1920s. And it's based off of, let me say too, it's written 
by Steve Martin and Edie Brickell. So if you know nothing about it, if you know Steve Martin and his bluegrass band, what are they, the Lone Rangers, something like that? I don't know. Stone, Stone Mountain Rangers? No. Uh, Steve, I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry, uh, man. He's, he's going to be so mad at me if he hears it. this. I'm going to look up the name of his band. But Steve Martin and Edie Brickell wrote this together. And it's based on the true story of a baby found near a railroad track in... Steep Canyon Rangers. Steep Canyon Rangers. That's what I was... We're all over it. (laughs) Super close. Sorry, Steve. Steve, I'm so sorry, buddy. Don't come after me, okay? But you can send a nice video telling people to buy tickets to your show. But don't come after me. You can have to hashtag them. Yes. (laughs) Steep Canyon Rangers. But he's had, he's had an extensive and successful bluegrass career in addition to his film career. And um, he put this musical together with Edie Brickell. And they, they wrote such a compelling story based on that true story of that baby found near the railroad tracks. And they, I think the newspaper named that baby the Iron Mountain Baby hmm. at the time. So it's, uh, it's, it'll be really, really, really good. And I cannot wait to see it. I think it was up. Um, which award was it up for? It was up for a big award. Several, probably. But but specifically, like, against Hamilton. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, everyone, Hamilton won. And, I mean, Hamilton's wonderful. I can't wait to maybe act in that one day. But it was equally as good. So, if you have not gotten tickets for Bright Star, get those as we kick off our 50th season after this gala that we're throwing on August the 19th. Right. If you have not gotten tickets for that, get them absolutely because we there are a limited number we didn't say that there are a limited number of tickets and when they're gone they're kind of gone right right our stage can only seat so many uh we want it to be inclusive but there is a cutoff so get those tickets we would love to have you you'll get a little preview during dinner of our 50th season so that'll be exciting too so if these are new shows to you then they won't be so new after the gala Um, we're gonna try to wrap all that into one Nice package for you guys. Yes. So our 50th season, <clears throat> as we mentioned, starts with Bright Star. Then we have A Tuna Christmas, Elf Junior, which is for per- our young performers, 18 and under, kind of self-explanatory based. It's the movie Junior. Elf with Will Ferrell in it, only with, with our young performers. Are <laughs> <And laughs> you theaters? You theaters. And then we will have A Lion in Winter, directed by uh, Johnny Brewer, and Savannah Sipping Society, directed by Debbie Moss, and then wrapping up our 50th season with Beauty and the Beast, directed by Diane Du Bois in June of 2024. But kicking off all that, join us for the gala on August 19th. And if I've missed anything, please remind me. No, all I know is it's going to be a good time, and we, we want you to come. Yeah, I'll join us. Fun. Good. Thank you guys for joining me, and we'll get this out so people know how to get their tickets. Thanks, Tim. Yes, thank you. you.